This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning. It's Thursday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Governor J.B. Pritzker laid out his plans for a $49.6 billion budget yesterday, and a part of it focused on combating homelessness. My colleague Cameron Coutinello is reporting that his spending plan calls for $350 million to prevent homelessness in Illinois. The proposal also includes $155 million for folks seeking shelter and housing services, $30 million for court-based rental assistance, and $12.5 million to create new scattered site housing units. In Illinois, over 120,000 people experience homelessness annually. And over 76,000 children face doubled-up homelessness living in overcrowded shared housing. Other proposals in the budget include $20 million to open or expand grocery stores in underserved communities across the state, increased funding for early childhood, K-12, and higher education. Now, my colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that Republican lawmakers think the budget is good and all, but there's a glaring hole here. Tony McCombe is the House GOP leader, and she says she has no problem with many of the plans themselves, especially around education, but she's still wondering where the money is supposed to come from. How are you going to pay for it next year, the second mm-hmm. year, the third year? So although the ideas and the intent may be good, uh, I'm just very concerned uh, how we're going to pay for it. McCombie says Pritzker also ignored drops in math and reading test scores among public school students. Earlier this week, she announced five House working groups, one of which will focus on restoring student academic performance to pre-pandemic levels. Other Republican lawmakers say they're worried Pritzker's budget plan will lead to tax increases, which would only hurt working class families. Governor J.B. Pritzker isn't the only one making big plans. Metra has unveiled a new strategic plan. And it addresses their chronic financial shortfalls as well as the challenges they've been having post-COVID. Like more people working from home, Michael Gillis is a Metra spokesperson. And he says the main goal is to expand beyond the agency's traditional commuter routes to what's known as a regional rail model. That model provides more frequent off-peak service. Still serving the rush period, but also recognizing that we need to try and provide more service at other times and in other directions. Gillis said ridership on Metra has been slowly trending upward in the last year, but is still low compared to pre-pandemic levels. The Chicago Bears moved a step closer to possibly relocating to suburban Arlington Heights. They announced yesterday that the team has closed a deal to buy the 326-acre site of the former Arlington Heights racetrack. The Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that the sale was for about $200 million. Now, the Bears did say that the closing doesn't necessarily mean they'll develop the property, but it does further raise the possibility that they'll build a new stadium and leave Soldier Field. A spokesperson for Mary Lori Lightfoot says they knew about and expected the land deal, but they're not letting go of their case to encourage the Bears to stay where they are. Residents in Little Village have been concerned about the fate of the Little Village Discount Mall since late 2019. 
My colleagues at the Sun-Times are reporting that Novak, a company known for properties anchored by large retailers like Target and Kohl's, acquired the site last year. And in March 2020, company president John Novak was quoted saying the assortment of individual sellers that was there at the time, quote, was not the best use of the property. Vendors were threatened with eviction. But now the company is saying many of them can remain and the property will undergo a major renovation. Novak has negotiated a new lease with a businessman who has operated part of the discount mall since it opened in 1991. The company's plans will be discussed tomorrow at a private meeting with city officials. Novak Development said there are no plans to replace vendors with big box retailers, as many of the community members had feared. Large tenants on the property like Walgreens and La Baguette Bakery will remain. And here are a few quick hits. In more mass shooting news, yesterday, a grand jury in Illinois formally indicted the father of a man charged with fatally shooting seven people at the 4th of July parade in Highland Park. 58-year-old Robert Cremo Jr. is charged with seven counts of reckless conduct since prosecutors say he helped his son, Robert Cremo III, get a gun license years before the shooting in Highland Park, even though he knew the then 19-year-old was known to be violent. And the city says poll workers, a.k.a. election judges, are critically needed for the February 28th municipal election. Election judges operate polling locations, assist voters, and complete reports once the polls close. There is a training, and you can make up to $255 for the day. Go to chicagoelections.gov for more information and to apply. And Poonchki Day is next Tuesday. If you're one of those A-types, the planner aheaders, you can order yours ahead of time. And vegans, you know I got you covered. There's a nice list of bakeries to order from for omnivores and herbivores alike. Go to chicagotribune.com slash dining. As for weather, it's cold, it's windy, it's rainy, and it's going to snow later this afternoon. Temperatures will go up to the mid-30s and down to the mid-20s tonight. It'll still be snowing tonight, but it likely won't go past an inch. And that's it for the rundown today. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. 